to feel comfortable. And Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Of course, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, those are your mobile apps where you can take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our podcasts available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. But uh, just search Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find it on your, uh, on your favorite podcasting platform. On the program today, Gary Smith of NOLA.com and the Wave Report will join us at 435 this afternoon. 
We'll get a postmortem on uh, the uh, Rebs and the Wave. And, of course, uh, Tulane looking forward to UAB, their first home game over at uh, Yeoman uh, this, this Saturday. Uh, also, Rod Higgins of Tiger Rag. Uh, we'll join us at 535. We'll talk about the LSU Central Michigan. Uh, we'll also get into uh, uh, LSU Mississippi State and uh, all that coming up here on the program this afternoon. Jeff Duncan of NOLA.com and also Fox 8 Sports joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week uh, every Thursday at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV, also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Our first rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night, uh, 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2, Friday night at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday at 2 a.m. and every Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on the WLE-TV YouTube page, and always on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter at Eric Asher on Facebook. Well, we got a lot to unpack today. Saints still licking their wounds from the loss to the uh, Carolina Panthers, just totally dismantled by the Carolina Panthers. So many excuses coming out of Saints camp right now. Um, you know, and... You know, look, communication issues, uh, these guys have been around long enough, okay? I understand the situation with Ruiz uh, moving to the center position. He played it four years at Michigan, okay? He should be, again, by this point, uh, second year in the league, even though he played guard last year, he should be in a situation where he should be able to point out protections. Went back and looked. I got halfway through the game last night. And, look, I'm going to tell you what. I, got, I was more disgusted the second time around than I was the first because I did concentrate on the offensive line. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I saw Ruiz. Uh, I mean, even, even uh, 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 Armstead, uh, Ramshack, uh, 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 what is it, uh, uh, Throckmorton. Uh, 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 you could even go uh, again with um, um, any of the offensive linemen, uh, including Andres Pete. Uh, blocking the same guy, three guys on one defender while other defenders go free. Um, Ruiz at one point, again, standing there where, again, where, where he was supposed to block someone and he's looking around, there's nobody to block because, again, he's, he's got the wrong, um, uh, he's got the wrong uh, situation uh, uh, going uh, in terms of, again, his blocking responsibility. Um, I mean, it was just a mess, absolute mess. And we knew it was going to be a tough situation with Breeze moving on. He was a guy that made all the line calls. And, again, that was, uh, again, even more of a tougher situation uh, with McCoy going out. Uh, but this is, uh, this is professional football, ladies and gentlemen, okay? There are no excuses here. You know, again, the, the bigger excuse and, and the more legitimate excuse is uh, there's a situation now uh, with, 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 again, the, the outbreak of COVID-19 within the coaching staff. That, that to me, was the bigger issue there. You know, not having your full complement of coaches to be able to do what need, you need to do to prepare your team uh, for the upcoming um, uh, game. And, you know, Peyton said as much in a cryptic way in, in his opening press conference. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, his press conference after the, uh, after the game on Sunday. You know, he said as much. Now, he said, well, he won't use it as an excuse, but, again, it, it's, it's legitimate. You know, and, and, and look, I go back to, the rumors that have been put out there, that this was, again, a byproduct of some coaches going to a strip club in Dallas. And if that's the case, man, I tell you what, uh, there has to be serious consequences for that. They have put the entire team at risk. I mean, as I said yesterday on the program, you know, it's, it's tough enough for this team to be displaced, uh, to be in a situation where, again, they've been in a hotel room in Dallas now for almost a month. 
Uh, they've had to move practice facilities three times, moving from Metairie uh, to, uh, to, again, Cowboys Stadium and then ultimately to TCU. Um, being on the road, and then, then you go into a COVID-19 protocol where everybody's got to mask up, everybody's got to be separated. You got, again, you're only getting your – you're not sitting out having meals together anymore. So this camaraderie thing that Peyton was trying to put together, that's, that's gone. That's history because now everybody is getting their meals in their rooms. Uh, they're, they're coming in a Ziploc bag, so to speak, okay? So, again, they, they can't be tampered with. So all that's out the window at this point. And all because, again, the coaches ended up with, uh, with the, uh, the COVID-19 uh, virus, all vaccinated, by the way, but spread it throughout the, um, uh, the, the coaching staff. Hopefully, and again, I say this again, hopefully it's not going to get into, into the team where you have, because then that could mean a forfeit down the line here. So, I mean, look, and look, they're, they're hush-hush over at Saints camp on, again, how this happened. And they know how it happened. They have these tracer base bracelets on. Everybody's wearing a tracer ba- a bracelet, so you can try to figure out again who you've been in contact with and how it happened. So to me, that's the bigger issue here, uh, that the Saints were not prepared going into the Carolina Panther uh, game. Uh, not, not that, again, they got into the game, but all of a sudden the crowd noise was too loud for them, and they couldn't communicate. Are you kidding me? It's professional football players. They've been working on this all offseason. Well, no, there was no offseason. All training camp. So, again, this is, a, this is a situation where I expect the Saints to rebound this week. Uh, that's an embarrassing situation for, for again, this team. Uh, when you have 128 yards of total offense and six first downs in a Peyton offense. Are you kidding me? You don't think that man is pissed off this week? Believe me, this team will get the riot act. There's no doubt about it. As if, again, other things can't happen, right? Okay, the situation with, with, uh, with the Saints. Okay, you've been displaced. Now you're in a COVID-19 protocol. You've got everything else that goes on. You go, you play a great game at Jacksonville and, and then completely lay an egg and be in, and totally embarrassed by a division opponent that you have dominated, dominated over the last, uh, last few years. Well, back at home, Superdome roof catches fire. I mean, seriously, can't make this, cannot make this crap up. Superdome roof catches fire. Why? Pressure washer, uh, again, supposedly uh, sets fire to it. If you've seen the, the pictures now, uh, you know, that, that the, the gutter system around the dome, uh, that the portion where the, the pressure washer caught fire, uh, you know, there's fire damage. Okay? So now, again, you got to get that. We have to hope that, again, first of all, that's not going to cause a problem uh, that, that could uh, derail the game uh, next week uh, when, when, the, when the Saints return home next week to take on the New York Giants. Uh, that again, there was some minimal roof damage, some minimal damage from from uh, from Ida. Uh, let's hope that again, this is not going to cause a problem down the line when we're seeing leaks. Uh, and then on top of that, look, I've been bitching about the cleaning of the Superdome roof for months, but I surely didn't want one of the one of the one of the workers to burn burn the sucker down. You know, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, now on top of a filthy roof, we got a damaged roof. I mean, just unbelievable, just a comedy of errors when you start talking about this situation when it comes to the Superdome roof. And it shouldn't be that way. The original roof did not, get, keep, did not hold on to the mold and the dirt like this roof has uh, that they replaced, uh, uh, that, that had to be totally replaced after Katrina. And this has been an ongoing issue, ladies and gentlemen. This is not something they discovered last week, last month, last year. Ever since the, the, the existing roof was put down, for some reason, it, ten, it tends to be able to hold on to the mold and, and, and also the dirt uh, that's coming off the expressway in this filthy city we live in. 
So, again, I, I was complaining before the first preseason game uh, in which uh, we, we had a nationally televised game to get the roof cleaned. You bring in a new naming rights partner, Caesars. They must be wondering, how the hell did we hook up with this place, okay, this second-class city? Uh, because you couldn't even get the roof clean to be able to put, to put their name on the roof. That's probably where this situation happened today. Uh, they still have not put the, uh, the, the insignia of Caesar Superdome all over the roof, much like they did with Mercedes-Benz. Now, again, in defense, they did have a little hurricane called Ida that might have slowed them down. But, again, what has happened is indefensible because this should have happened weeks ago, months ago, maybe even a year ago. I've said it before. If this roof was cleaned every quarter, we would not have these issues. We wouldn't have these issues, period, the end. Okay, you'd have a clean Superdome roof. Instead, it's filthy like a Bourbon Street gutter. And these days, Bourbon Street gutters are, are cleaner than the dome. So, man, I tell you, just very, very frustrating living here right now. Just is. Every single day, it's something else. And, and again, it's about, again, lack of leadership and mismanagement. And that's what it comes down to. And I guess us, again, we have to be the most apathetic people on the planet that live here. We have to be in order to allow this stuff to continue. And I haven't even got into energy yet. Energy, first of all, before... Before I go to break, and, and uh, I'm really going to get into this in the 5 o'clock hour because there's really just not enough time to dive into it now. But just let me, let me give you just a little bit of a tease. Just a, can I give you a little tease here? Energy tries to do a preemptive strike with the New Orleans City Council because they know their ass is in a sling, okay, based on what has happened at Ida. I've been talking about it since we got back on the airwaves after Ida. But I've been talking about this since Katrina with the situation with energy using the storm restoration fund to rebuild the system because they don't do preventive maintenance and they don't harden the system. The 14 transmission lines we had before Katrina down to eight for Ida, and then they all, again, failed. Towers that were rusted, that fell, on, that fell uh, not just in the river but across, across the, uh, the system. Okay, why? Well, because they're rusted and, and, and they're pieces of crap. Okay, that's the bottom line. And, and the state of Louisiana is as much at fault as energy is because they passed these, these uh, particular um, uh, transmission towers. So we got a, a twofold problem here. So energy tries to the preemptive strike by telling the city council the four options they have to consider before their meeting tomorrow. Oh, by the way, you know what they also did? They sent the media talking points on, again, the, in, the, the internal media talking points on, on, on the same email they sent to the city on what their options is. Man, I tell you what, you thought we have individuals in city government that are dumb? Who's working in energy? Okay? When, when, when you not only send this preemptive strike of telling the city what they can do if they don't want to deal with energy New Orleans anymore, but you send in the media talking points that, again, your people are supposed to use to counteract the arguments of the city council. You can't make this stuff up. We live in a banana republic. It's amazing. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And look, the, the nerve of energy, first of all, to be able to give the New Orleans City Council four options they have. The council knows their options. I know the options. If you're paying attention, you know the options. So energy doesn't have to send the options to the city council in, in, as they go into their meeting tomorrow. I'm sure they are well aware of the multiple options they have to fire energy's ass. So, <laughs> you just like I said, you can't make this stuff up. Not only do they send, again, the preemptive strike of, here's what you can do if you don't like our service, but here are the media talking points we're going to use to counteract your arguments. Whew. Man.
What a day. And it's only 421, which means I got to take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Uh, this show is, uh, let, me, let, me, let me reset here. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Uh, I, I, was, I was talking to uh, Jason Burkhardt a little bit earlier today, uh, and uh, he was telling me again uh, that their phones are ringing off the hook. But let, let me say this to you right now, folks. They are answering the phone, and they, are, they have gotten through that, that first wave, uh, and, and they're, they're ready to help you. Okay, that's the one thing about it. Soon as they were able to get the phone system back up and get, get guys back, uh, in the beginning it was the family members. And as the guys came back, again, they started to expand their workforce. Now fully, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, Nate certified technicians working. And, I mean, they are working long hours to get your generator back up. A lot of folks use that generator over 100 hours during the last storm. And uh, they got to get it serviced. Some needed service right after the storm. Okay, because they didn't get the generator service before the storm. Uh, they also, again, air conditioning systems that broke down or, again, needed uh, repair or replacement right after the storm because of Ida. I mean, again, those calls, the electrical calls. And they've been there to take care of each and every one of their customers. You want customer service? Think Burkhardt. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect has innovative tools for small businesses. Get up to $200 off select PCs like the Lenovo IdeaPad i5 with Intel i5 processor. Explore at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Ends 1017 in-store only, limit two. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Be mindful that the left lane remains blocked on 10 eastbound at the 310 due to emergency repairs and delays remain solid on 10 eastbound from just past the I-55 ramp to the 310. And then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to Orleans. Also look out for delays on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal. And then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Clearview to the airport. And also be mindful of an accident on your on your interstate, so actually a stalled vehicle, excuse me, blocking the right lane on 10 westbound at Loyola. If you're traveling along the eastbound side along the Crescent City, along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection, delays are heavy from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Where can I get an ice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dowman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu 
online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Raystoval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Raystoval Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Raystoval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. smoking a peace pipe on top of the Superdome roof this afternoon as it caught fire. It looked like, looked like a little some smoke signals coming out that dome roof, didn't it? Wow, can't make this stuff up. On top of that, folks, again, the 260 exchange that, that reaches all radio stations in the city, it's down. So if you're trying to call the program, you're not going to be able to get in today because the entire 260 exchange in the city is down. And the beat goes on, and the beat goes on. <laughs> I will say this, uh, you know, watching the game again last night, like I said I got about halfway through it. I get the, the second half tonight. Um, you know, I, I would, again, the, the offensive line was just horrible. I mean, out of place, uh, guys that, again, uh, triple teaming one player as, as another player flies by them and goes after Jameis Winston. Now, Jameis Winston had a horrible game. Okay, but as I mentioned yesterday, he had no time to throw. And if you got a chance to be able to go look at it a second time, like I do each and every week, slow it down, kind of look at it, try to maybe key in on certain positions, I mean, you'll see, again, how bad that offensive line played. They want to talk about communication issues. They just played horrible. And if it is communication issues, that's an issue within itself, okay, to be this far along uh, with veterans. These are not – These are not. I mean, again, Throckmorton is a guy that doesn't play. Uh, you, you look at – uh, that uh, at Ruiz, he's a guy that played entire season last year. Uh, no excuse. Even Ramshack got pancaked one time on one uh, play that I saw. When's the last time you ever saw Ryan Ramshack get pancaked by anybody? So again, they they, they were pathetic on, on Sunday. Another guy that again that really needed him to play well and didn't was Zach Bond. 
we had a lot of good things to say about Zach Bond in, in the preseason. He was no match for Christian McCaffrey. Okay, not at all. And well, maybe the good news is uh, the situation that, uh, uh, that the Saints are in in terms of injuries right now, uh, at least Peyton said this in his post-game press conference. That the, and I'm sorry, this was yesterday's press conference. That uh, you know, some of these guys were game-time decisions. So again, maybe they erred on the side of keeping them out one more week. You know, guys like Quan Alexander, Marshawn Lattimore, etc. So maybe these guys will be back uh, this week. Uh, you know, passing yo because they missed them. You can see defensively again they missed them. Offensively, no excuses. Okay, you're, you're down one player, Eric McCoy. All right, there's no reason why, again, there's a domino effect that the entire offense crumbles. So, uh, again, I blame it as much on the coaches with the COVID-19 situation uh, as I do with the players in terms of preparation. Let me say this also before we go to break. You know, I was in Nashville for, for two weeks, and their COVID-19 numbers are higher. That You know, we were the hot spot, right? And then all of a sudden now, again, um, through Ida and everything else, we have diminished. We're no longer the hot spot of the nation. But Nashville was when I was up there. And I talked about, again, there's no mandatory you have to show an identification to show if you've been vaccinated or not or that you've had a negative test within the last 48 hours to get into a restaurant, bar, or, or club. You don't have to do that there. Uh, there's no mask mandate there. You can wear a mask if you'd like to go indoors or, or if you don't. There were some restaurants where, again, the, 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 the uh, staff was masked. There were some we went into where the, where the, the staff was not masked. So, again, it, it, there is no mandate in, in Tennessee. And maybe that has a lot to do with, again, uh, the Republican governor and, I guess, Republican, um, uh, majority Republican uh, 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 voters in, in, in that particular state. But they seem to be going along just fine. And, and Nashville's become a, 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 a tourist destination, okay, much like New Orleans. And they were doing just fine. Okay, let's fast forward to today, the 21st of September. And I'm asking this question right now. Why has the mayor lifted the mandatory vaccine or negative test mandate to enter a bar, restaurant, or club? Okay, I've been checking it the last week and a half. Hospitalizations are down 37%. Uh, deaths are down. The 14-day positivity rate is under 10%. We're at 8% right here in New Orleans right now, okay? Here's the deal. The problem with the mayor is simple. She overreacts when it becomes a crisis situation, or she perceives it to be a crisis situation. Okay, let's take the garbage pickup situation for a moment. She allowed this garbage situation to fester, and I mean, pun intended, for months. Metro Richard couldn't get the garbage picked up. There were months when people, there were a month when, when people went without garbage pickup in, in, around their homes. And when Ida hit, you knew, just based on everything that goes on in this town, or if, if any town after, after a, um, a hurricane hits or a tropical storm, and we have no power for, for weeks, uh, that you're going to have to throw away all, all of your food in your refrigerator and freezer. That possibly you have to put that freezer and refrigerator also on, on, on the street. On top of, again, everything that's in your home that, either, that, that was damaged by the storm. So you knew on top of, again, not picking up the garbage for a month, in some cases in some neighborhoods, New Orleans East and other places, that on top of that, there was going to be even more garbage to be either picked up. So it takes her how long? Three weeks to come up with, again, the Mardi Gras-style cleanup and then have to get bags off the street. They got a guy from, again, I think it's the Ninth Ward Nursery who took his own trailer, and he's picking up more garbage than, again, city contractors on his own. Saw that on Channel 4 last night. Okay, amazing. First of all, dude, 
Let me give you some real props. You go out there picking up people's uh, garbage, been there for months. Got to give you, got to give you an attaboy for that one. You are a solid citizen. But man, why is the why did the mayor wait until after Ida and 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 and, and weeks before she saw the emergency to be able to get these guys out there to mobilize every single department within the city to be able to get the trash off the street. Why didn't she do this when Metro and Richards were unable to be able to hire or, again, hold on to their, to their employees? Maybe, was it wages? Was it, again, benefits? Whatever it was, okay? They weren't picking up the trash. It was a unsanitary and unhealthy situation before the storm. It's been exacerbated by the storm, Okay. And she still hasn't fired Metro or Richards for breach of contract. Still hasn't fired them. So she issued, now back to, the, again, the vaccine mandate. She issues this vaccine ID mandate. But, again, the cases have fallen enough to lift the mandate. So why is she dragging her feet? Look, she knows well, as well as anybody out there. I know it. You know it. You know somebody in the hospitality industry. I deal with people in the hospitality industry, okay, every single day. She know, she knows that this is again. This mandate has made the, the hospitality industry a ghost town. People are not going to restaurants and bars in Orleans Parish. They're not doing it. Okay, they're going elsewhere. So she waits a week now before she sends power. And this is another one. She waits a week before with the power out before she sends inspectors to senior living uh, and 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 to other uh, you know um, uh, uh, senior homes, etc. When you got a situation where our elderly and the most vulnerable have been in their homes or in these, these facilities for a week without power, that's something that should have been done immediately when the power went out. See what I'm saying? Dragging her feet constantly on things that are truly emergencies, but yet quick to be able to, again, put a mandate down to, be able to again, make businesses suffer, especially those within the hospitality industry. She doesn't take care of the garbage. She doesn't take care of the seniors. But yet she's quick to be able to throw these mandates down. Ladies and gentlemen, let me say this as I close. October is on our doorstep. We have conventions scheduled. We have meetings scheduled. Football is back, okay? I hope the mayor realizes what she's doing to the city's economy right now. And, and what's going to happen if she doesn't lift these mandates, okay? Again, we're low enough in terms of the positivity rate, especially, again, with the number of people who are vaccinated in Orleans Parish and the surrounding parishes now, to be able to lift this mandate. If she doesn't, she's going to snuff out the little bit of business that we have on the books right now because of the over-restrictive mandates. Hopefully she doesn't drag her feet on this like she dragged her feet on checking on our senior, and our seniors, elderly, and the most vulnerable who didn't have power for a week after Ida. And, of course, the situation now that has gone totally out of control with the garbage, the lack of garbage pickup in the city. I said it before, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll say it again on the way out. Okay? The mayor of New Orleans is not a job where you have on-the-job training or, again, you have amateurs. It's just not. It's just not. And you're, this woman's about to get a second term. Lord, up above, help us all. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. New Orleans, your resilience is inspiring. As our community continues to recover, Diamonds Direct is proud to help. We know the road to recovery will be longer for some, and that's why we're raising funds for local organizations like Cajun Navy and our Employee Relief Fund. Learn more at diamondsdirect.com slash New Orleans. Our showroom is open, and we're here for you, whether you're ready to pick up a repair, past purchase, or just want to come by and say hi. We're truly stronger together, New Orleans, and we're proud to stand by you during these challenging times. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. I'm trying to keep it light. I'm trying to smile through it. I'm trying to throw a smile through the pain. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. We'll get back to it. Man, I got a, I got a mouthful for you for energy when we come back in the top of the uh, 5 o'clock hour. And, of course, uh, then we'll talk some LSU with Ron Higgins at uh, 535. But right now we talk about the two-lane green wave, not what was expected by those uh, of us that um, – uh, we're really hoping the Green Wave would put up a um, uh, the type of game that we saw against Oklahoma. It was not to be done. Uh, you had Matt Corral with, again, his Heisman game, uh, seven touchdowns total. Uh, also, again, um, the, 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 the play calling and, and the speed. I mean, it just was 
it was it was hard to watch for 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 a, 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 first of all if you were there and you had to wait a, an hour and forty nine minutes to get started that was tough enough, but it was tough to watch even though even though again I stuck through the entire game I know another guy that stuck through the entire game he covers it he covers the wave for the wave report his uh, website and nola dot com Gary Smith does Gary's with us Gary how are you. Uh, yeah, Eric, that was I, I was there. I was in the press box, um, actually writing a story that made the paper <laughs> during <laughs> during the delay. When I realized there was no chance that anything that actually happened in the game was going to get into the paper with with, with that delay. But uh, yeah, that was not what anyone was expecting. I, I don't um, obviously. I mean, it was Ole Miss is awesome on offense, but that was that was not good. Twenty seven first downs in the first half. That had I had to that had me looking up the record books at halftime. And sure enough, the all time record mm-hmm. for first downs by any team in any FBS game ever was forty five by uh, Mike Leach Texas Tech team in two thousand three. So Ole Miss was on pace for fifty four first downs. <laughs> and Jeez. if Tulane's offense had kept pace in the third quarter, Tulane got the ball first down nineteen, mm-hmm. I think there's a good chance the Ole Miss gets another twenty seven first downs in that game. But as it was, Tulane's offense fit the bit in the third quarter Ole Miss scored three quick touchdowns and then called off the dogs in, in, in the fourth quarter um I had no idea Ole Miss was as good as they are but mm-hmm. it still was a concerning performance by 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 Tim look all the, the those aren't excuses they're real that Tulane has been on the right. road for three weeks sure um turns out a news story that what Willie Fritz said today is he decided to bring all 115 players to the game because, you know, just as a reward for, for three weeks. And then Ole Miss had a tiny visitor's locker room, which they hadn't checked ahead of time. And then they're stuck in there for an hour and 45 minutes before the game. Um, Cameron Carroll today described it as like being in a phone booth for an hour for, 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 for that long. So there was Full nothing. uniform, right? There was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing. And they couldn't go any. It was absolutely raining right. sheets. Um, so there was nothing going right for them. But it still was a concerning performance because this was a team that went in there with a lot of confidence. And it's hard to get beat like that and keep your confidence level the same. Willie Fritz is a master at that, at getting his mm-hmm. team to look ahead. And it's easy to say it. But let's see what happens uh, down the road where Tulane plays a very good UAB team, but a team that's not going to outmatch them athletically <laughs> in any no. way, shape, or form. And let's see what they do. But a defense that thought it was one of the better defenses in the nation gives up 61 points a lot you've got to figure there, there there's a good chance there could be some lingering effects so we'll have to we'll find out on saturday night against uab we'll, we'll find out but i'll say this gary i don't think Ole miss thought they were that good okay i'm gonna be honest with you i, I, I mean, seriously i watched yeah. i watched a little bit of Ole yeah. miss and yeah. i knew they were they were athletic i knew again that defense was much better mm-hmm. especially yeah. uh the, the defensive um um uh, the scheme that he was playing now i knew matt corral was was, mm-hmm. was a was a heisman candidate yeah uh but again at first i thought i was trying to look as I'm watching the game, I'm going, okay, well, maybe it's the, maybe it's the wet field that's really mm-hmm. slowing Tulane down. But no, but no, no. But Ole Miss is not slowed down by, by any stretch yeah. by, the, by, the, by the field. Trying to make excuses, then eventually you just yeah. got to say, man, they just out-athleted them. And yeah. they did. They out-athleted them almost at every single position on the field. Yeah, and I, and I, and I admit, I'm a, I've never been – I've always been a Lane Kiffin skeptic as a, as a head coach because he, he, he talked a lot in one year at Tennessee and delivered little. Then he went to USC and failed and got fired. Then he was great at Alabama as offensive coordinator, went to FIU and had middling success for, for three years, goes to Ole Miss. Last time we saw them last year, they were throwing five at five picks against an LSU team that was struggling and giving up a thousand yards per game, it seemed like. So I, I 
Um, but here's the thing. He's obviously grown <laughs> as a coach because he hired a new defensive coordinator this year. They totally revamped their defense. They're putting athletes on the field. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 they looked as, they looked straight up better than Oklahoma as a team. I mean, I, I, certainly Matt Corral is a better quarterback than Spencer Rattler is um, for, for Oklahoma. I mean, he was throwing dimes out there. It, Tulane's coverage needs to be better, but they weren't like beaten badly on a lot of those touchdowns. They were beaten by one or two by one step, and the ball hit the receiver in the hands. Um, <laughs> it was it was it was an incredible display, and, and obviously Tulane didn't handle it well. Um, at, it got got pretty got pretty demoralized, and it also doesn't help when you lose your your most talented defensive player on a right. questionable targeting Very call questionable. at the end of the first quarter, um, where that rule needs to be changed because whether it's letter yeah. of the law or not, you can't be objective a player for a for a, a, an unintentional play like that um where, where it's even debatable whether he actually hit him with the crown of his I, I, anyway it, it was just it was a bad it was bad circumstances all the way around for Tulane. right of course you're talking about dorian williams a linebacker yeah. part of that great linebacking crew that was supposed to be again maybe again keeping the uh, matt corral yeah. in check and that that defense <laughs> that didn't happen but no. uh, even the announcers said this on, on on the broadcast and i agree with them they have to they have to be able to take a hard look at this rule again mm-hmm. and make it like basketball. Flagrant yep. one, flagrant yep. two. Okay, so that again you're not tossing a kid out and yep. and and really hurting a team based on again maybe if a guy wasn't an intentional uh, mm-hmm. type situation. Yeah, I I I heard the I got back I watched the game again because you, you see a lot more on TV a lot of times yes, than you Seth, do when right. you're actually at the game sure. and I heard there and I, I 100% agree with the announcer who said that that has to be a rule change I don't this is college football so I don't know whether they'll do it but it's just not right it's and we've seen it so many times over the years he won't, <laughs> this wasn't the first time and it won't be the last time that a team loses a player on a play like that where there's no intent it's, it, it, it's kind of a free and here's the other thing where Tulane was unlikely they didn't even review that play to look for targeting they reviewed right. the play to see whether the player's foot had stepped out of bounds before the first round but it's allowed targeting is one of those rare things where you're allowed to if you catch it on replay when you're looking for something else you can make a ruling on it mm-hmm. and, and and not only that Ole Miss had actually snapped the ball on their next play when the referee blew the whistle you're not supposed to be able to review after the ball is snapped there was a whole series of things but that's that's <laughs> Um, that, 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 yeah, but that's that's across the board. SEC officiating again yeah. had an issue. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. What was it? Um, I, don't, I can't remember. It was the LSU a two lane game where yeah. again they they didn't they didn't place the ball correctly? Okay, and, and they lost ten yards. <laughs> they lost ten yards, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, in in the yeah. Saints game, that was another situation. Yeah. Uh, the the problem is for that is mm-hmm. because. We don't have enough individuals that want to officiate at the lower levels where you get right. in and learn and mm-hmm. then and then work your way up. I mean, right. if it, because because of what's going on. I mean, again, you, mm-hmm. who wants to officiate at the high school or the little league level and have parents in your ear constantly? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. a tough job, and and, and uh, we're hurting now for quality mm-hmm. officials as you move up into again Division One college and then even into the pros. No, yeah, no question. I, I well, it, it's funny. I, I, I lived in Gainesville. I went to the University of Florida and lived there right. eight, for 18 years afterwards. I, I, I went to some games, some youth games, um, from with other parents that I knew. Um, and it was unbelievable the abuse that officials took. I, 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 oh, yeah. I, I wasn't aware of it until then. How just horrendous the situation is in, in youth leagues and stuff like that with, with parents on officials. <laughs> 
Well, I coached my kids, uh, you know, again, coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. I coached in, in uh, you know, uh, again, uh, when, when, I, when I got out of high school, my, my, my grammar school. And, heck, I, I wasn't exactly a nice guy to the officials when I, when I played ball as well, so mm-hmm. I know a little bit about mm-hmm. it. But right. I, I think that over time that is now affecting as we mm-hmm. get into, you know, the major conferences and even the pros. We're not getting the best of the best because guys are just not going into it anymore. And, and that, that, that's a shame. Um, let's, let's shift gears for a moment. Now, look, 22 days is what you wrote in one of your articles mm-hmm. earlier this week, uh, away from home. Uh, they're back now. Uh, yep. UAB's coming to town. This is one where, again, you look at this, this game and, and you just kind of close the book on it uh, mm-hmm. because, I mean, it was a blowout. You got your yep. ass kicked. It was what it yep. was. There's no reason, in my opinion, why that should linger, but you think it may. Yeah, I just, I just think it's human nature when you're a defense and you think you're really one of the best linebacking cores in the country and, and stuff like that. And and you go out there and you play a team whose athletes are just better than you are for, for four quarters. Um, again, it's a Willie Fritz strength to get his teams to focus on the next game. But uh, yeah, I mean, and, and some of that stuff, credit Ole Miss, they were terrific, but some of those missed tackles were just missed tackles where guys said two yes. in particular, two huge ones, two, the two cornerbacks, Lance Robinson and Jalen mm-hmm. Monroe, Jalen Monroe. Missed he had a tough game by the way. Robinson that could have stopped Lance Robinson really had a bad one. Cause he, he, he came up mm-hmm. to a stationary player and just whiffed on him going for his legs mm-hmm. instead of trying to wrap up and it turned into a 34 yard game that set up another touchdown. Those are the type plays that you worry about will linger where confidence will, will, will drop, but we'll find out two lanes. I think they're a three point play favorite on UAB. Mm-hmm. UAB's got a good program. They've um, rolled two teams and gotten rolled by Georgia so far this year. They're a team that also threw three touchdown passes of more than 35 yards in their game against North Texas on Saturday. I have no idea whether their quarterback's good or not, but that's been a two-lane bugaboo for the last few years is giving up the big flat pass plays. And I do think this is a huge test um, for, for, for Tulane's confidence because uh, they felt so good about themselves after the Oklahoma performance and <laughs> give up 61 points when it could have been yeah. 80 is just a different story oh. for sure. I'm telling you, uh, I'm glad they called the dogs off in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter because it didn't look like they were going to yeah. do it. It looked like again no. they were going to continue. They were going to continue <laughs> I mean, to press this. They're thing. going for it on fourth down at like their own 29-yard <laughs> line late in the third right. quarter. So it looked like Lane Kiffin was going <laughs> to have no. He like he was just trying to grind him into the dirt. Yeah, yeah no, it, I'm, I'm it with sure you. Did. Well, <laughs> at least at least Ryan Wright had a great game, right? Yeah, he had a great game. I mean, he's 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 a, in a close game that could matter. He he's a weapon. Yep. Three four punts over fifty yards. He he had one clunker out of eight. That's like the first clunker he's had all year. He averaged forty five yards a punt. He 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 he's definitely a weapon. And then, but but you know then they need more Merrick Glover, who's a reliable six year yeah. senior kicker, misses a twenty seven yard field goal when the game. <sighs> that was a killer. Early. That can't happen either. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that that was a that was a concern. Too. It was just yeah, they, they, there's a lot of and then the offensive line couldn't they couldn't protect Pratt well enough. Mm-mm. There were some early no. key plays where um, their new their starting right tackle Rashad Green, who's a good player mm-hmm. but he's young, got got beaten and 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 forced them to have two three and outs early in the game. That's a concern too. Their their offensive line isn't getting a big push on running plays either so far this year. That that needs to improve. There's a, there's a lot of areas where they're capable of getting better, but mm-hmm. they got to prove it on the field.
Is Pratt okay? I mean, again, I mentioned on yeah. Monday, he reminded me of Archie Manning playing for the Saints <laughs> back in Tulane Stadium in the Dome. I mean, he just got beat to death yeah. when they threw him into the mud puddle. And then, of course, that, you know, when, when the defensive tackle actually actually took him and mm-hmm. drove him into the into the turf on his shoulder and he got up, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this dude could be really hurt. Is he okay? Last, again, that's the one thing where watching on TV, you get a much clearer view because I, I, I was not aware of that. I have since watched it on TV. Yeah, he came up. He was shaking his arm. He's a tough guy. He, I think he was fine. I think he's fine. He practiced today. Practice is closed to the media this week because of Tulane institutional rules about not allowing anybody on campus this week. But mm-hmm. I, I'm taking them at their word. He, he, he did a Zoom interview. They don't usually allow players to do Zoom interviews if they're not practicing. He looked fine. He talked fine. He's a tough guy. But, yeah, you, that, you don't want to see a player falling hard on his shoulder when the team's down 61-21 to 21 at the end of the third quarter. Um, but I do think – I think I think he's fine. I don't. I, he yep. will. He will play Saturday. All right. Uh, tell us about the wave report. How folks can follow you on social media and what you got coming up for us in the paper. Sure. Right now in the wave report, I, I did a. Probably nobody wants to re- rehash that game, but I did a film study off of that game, the first half, just everything that went wrong for the defense and and, and what needs to be fixed in detail on that and, uh, and and some other stuff there. Full quotes from the from practice um, from the from the zoom calls today, um, every word that was uttered up there. And then for, for the advocate, I, I, um, we actually Rod Walker's handling the Tulane back to new Orleans story. Um, that'll be in the paper, uh, tomorrow and then later today on, online. And I did a notebook. Um, it, it, I tell you what, they have one player that actually played well on defense, despite the score, making Clark safety had 13 tackles. Mm-hmm. He wasn't missing tackles like the other guys. Right. And he's really had a good first three games and against teams that don't out athlete him. That's a big difference because uh, he, he was really inconsistent in his first few years with, with, with Tulane. If he can be a consistent playmaker, that will definitely help the defense down the road. No doubt about it. At Gary Smith on uh, Twitter. Gary, thanks for the time. We'll check in with you next week. Hopefully talking about a win against UAB. Yeah, we won't be talking about him giving up 61 points. That I can assure you. <laughs> Please do not say that. <laughs> After the dome catching fire and our 260 exchange coming down, anything yeah. is possible. Yeah, you, you <laughs> anything is possible. There. Thank you, my friend. Sure. And that's Gary Smith. Again, uh, the wave report, Noel.com, advocate, Tom Spicciune, et al. We'll be right back after these messages. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in tech. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large 
large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. New Orleans, your resilience is inspiring. As our community continues to recover, Diamonds Direct is proud to help. We know the road to recovery will be longer for some, and that's why we're raising funds for local organizations like Cajun Navy and our Employee Relief Fund. Learn more at DiamondsDirect.com slash New Orleans. Our showroom is open, and we're here for you, whether you're ready to pick up a repair, past purchase, or just want to come by and say hi. We're truly stronger together, New Orleans, and we're proud to stand by you during these challenging times. At Hannah's Organic Honey, business may be sweet, but they need an e-commerce queen bee to lead the hive. Okay, these jars are going to Jakarta. Oh, wait a minute, does that say Jackson? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. the savings event of the season. Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Savathon. Your chance to save big by bundling your home and auto insurance. But only this Sunday. 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 Unless you're busy, in which case you can bundle Tuesday. 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 Or if you already have dinner plans, then try Friday. 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 But if the week gets away from you, you can just wait till next Sunday. 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 Because Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Savathon isn't going anywhere. 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 Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. talking to Jason Burkhardt today, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, John's son. You know, it's a family-owned and operated business, so John's sons are on one of those 15 trucks uh, on, on the field. His two sons, his wife is in the office. Again, John's still out in the field doing his thing as well. Uh, so truly a family-owned and operated business. Uh, as mentioned, and as I mentioned this a little bit earlier, uh, they're at full staff. Uh, full uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Uh, the generator sales and service division is up and running. AC uh, up and running. Again, electrical needs up and running. So, again, if you need help, they're there for you. Uh, if, uh, you know, you come home and your AC's not working and, and it needs to be repaired, they can repair it for you. If ultimately you need a new system, they can handle that for you as well. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Ask about financing, uh, again, for a new system. And, of course, Burkhart authorizes itself some of the top brands in the industry. Uh, of course, before you do that, have them check out your existing system. You know, somebody might be trying to, trying to pull a fast one on you, tell you you need a new system when you don't. One thing you can count on with Burkhart honest and reliable service always telling you the truth about what the situation you're in never going to gouge you never going to cheat you it's burkhardt air conditioning and heating acpromise.com acpromise.com all right hour number one uh about to get into the books want to thank gary smith of uh, the wave report and noel.com for joining us in the program talking Tulane. ron higgins of tiger rag will join us at 5:35 talking lsu uh we'll talk some saints and also energy can't make this stuff up with energy today. Okay, stay tuned for this one. I got a mouthful to be talking about energy when we come back. 
You're listening to Inside New Orleans, where we always tell it like it is. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit, you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa.
this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Remember the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app is a way to take the show with you anywhere. Those mobile apps keep you in touch with the program when you're on the go. Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Of course, Anchor is our home base when it comes to podcasting, but we're on all the major podcasting platforms. I'd like to give you the phone number to tell you to call in, but the entire 260 exchange is down in the city. So we'll, 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 uh, we'll toss that one off into the, into the uh, waste pail. I uh, want to thank Gary Smith for joining us in the first hour talking Tulane. We'll talk uh, LSU with Ron Higgins of TigerRag.com at 535 this afternoon. Jeff Duncan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans, New Orleans Sports this week. Thursday, 1 p.m. on LAE. Also live streaming on the LAE uh, YouTube page on Thursday at 1. 6 o'clock on LAE is our uh, first rebroadcast on uh, Thursday night. And then uh, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. And then uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock, LAE. 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday mornings. And then uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, Saturday afternoon. Always at ericasher.com. Always on our social media platforms, at eric underscore asher. Eric Asher on Facebook, uh, and, of course, uh, also on the WLE-TV YouTube page. So a lot to get into. Um, and uh, as we uh, talk a little bit about what's happening here in the city, uh, as promised, again, we'll, we'll get into some Saints a little bit later uh, if we have time. Uh, but uh, we'll also talk LSU today. But uh, the big story today is, again, the, 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 the flames and the smoke, uh, again, coming from the Superdome roof as it catches fire. Uh, a pressure washer supposedly sparked the blaze as workers were up there, uh, again, cleaning the roof and preparing the roof, uh, I guess, to put the, uh, the, um, uh, the Caesars Superdome marquee up on, uh, up on the, uh, the roof. It's on some section of the roof, but not on that section that, that really faces um, uh, the WLA-TV studios. That's what I kind of look at when I'm, uh, when I'm on the dais. Uh, you know, <laughs> I said it before, you know, <laughs> I've been bitching about the cleaning of the Superdome roof for months, but I, I didn't want the, 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 the workers to burn the sucker down, right? I mean, <laughs> didn't want that to happen. Uh, and think about it, ladies and gentlemen. So what? We've had, I mean, if I want to go, what, to the Book of Revelations? Is that where you go on this one? Um, for, for those of you that, uh, are, well, my mom read the Bible every single night of her life and day of her life, but uh, we've had the plague now. Uh, we've got, uh, we've had flooding, obviously, because we can't, uh, uh, de- dewater the city. Uh, we got a hurricane that put us in the stone ages, again, with a lack of power. And of course, now we got fire on the dome. The roof, uh, now I guess the, the roof, the roof is on fire. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. The roof is on fire. We don't need no water like that mother. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they were saying on top of the roof today, with, with the uh, with the workers who are up there. Again, now uh, again, unfortunately, one person was injured in in the um, in the fire, uh, but uh, again, uh, supposedly no real damage. 
At least that's what uh, what the Superdome management company is saying right now. But you can you can see the pictures of again the charred and scarred. Uh, what, are the, what do they call that? A gutter tub uh, within within the dome. I'm I'm just waiting on the four horsemen of the apocalypse to come on down. Come on down, okay? Because I mean that's where we're at right now. Uh, just unbelievable. Again, uh, uh, people. Some people again still without power because of Ida. Uh, you know, dealing with everything we're having to deal with right now with insurance adjusters, FEMA, everything else. I'm just waiting on the four horsemen of the apocalypse to just to, just to show up. Uh, I did want to talk a little bit about energy, uh, and we're going to get into that in, in a moment, uh, but. Uh, just quickly, again, um, uh, today's the Saints' off day. Uh, tomorrow is the, is the beginning of the week for them. Uh, we'll find out more about the injuries. Uh, as I mentioned in the first hour, the hope is, that again, some of these injured players that we saw that were game-time decisions, uh, and that was one that was uh, uh, it was like uh, there were just there were quite a few that uh, – uh, that, uh, and, and just as I speak, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a transformer blows in my neighborhood. <laughs> you cannot make this stuff up. I mean, literally, a transfer of a blood. It's not my house, thankfully, yet. But I'm sure we'll have the rolling blackout come. But as we speak, a transfer of blows in my neighborhood. <laughs> Which leads me to energy. I'll take a break a little bit later, um, <laughs> Rudy. And I'll get back to the Saints in a moment. Cannot make this stuff up. Cannot make this stuff up. I guess that's the four horsemen of the apocalypse making their way to my doorstep. Energy New Orleans today. They tried to do a preemptive strike with the New Orleans City Council, okay? The company laid out four options for the city to consider before its meeting tomorrow. Now, normally you'll send, you don't send the four options to the, to the city council because they already know the options. But they also sent their media talking points. You know, the talking points that you're supposed to have to counteract the argument of the, uh, of, of the uh, city council, who is the regulatory body of, of Energy New Orleans. So that's what you're dealing with right here, okay? Not exactly the brightest corporation on, you know, on the planet here. And pun intended on that one, by the way. The company said that there are four early options that fall into four broad categories. Number one, merging Energy New Orleans with Energy Louisiana. That's a laugh. Mer- uh, selling Energy New Orleans to another utility. All for that. Creating a standalone company not owned by Energy. Okay. Okay. I'm all for that. Or a publicly run utility by the city of New Orleans. You got to be kidding me. Right? Please. They can't run the sewage and water board. They're going to run a utility. Uh, Rod West, who, again, was representing energy, uh, was quoted as saying this. It's obvious we've reached a critical juncture in our relationship with the city council. Uh, While we believe that the actions of of Energy New Orleans has always been the best interest of of the New Orleans customers, some members of the council have publicly expressed a different opinion. Uh, certain proposed actions would prohibit energy from, uh, from recovering uh, critical storm restoration costs, uh, possibly, again, freezing uh, funding me- uh, mechanisms that have been approved by the council, okay? Uh, and that could possibly, again, uh, put, a, um, uh, put a little thorn in the, in, in, from a fiscal standpoint uh, on, on Energy New Orleans. Uh, Rod West went on to say uh, that uh, uh, energy, uh, 
that, that energy could be adversely affected by, by, again, the changes made by the city council. Uh, and, it's, and it's an effort to provide quality service to its customers. Yeah, well, that's, we know that's a bag of wind there, right? Energy sent a copy of that, uh, of this, and a news release on Tuesday. And, and also sent the strategy for dealing with the media and share uh, media and their shareholders by mistake. Uh, Elena Moreno, who's in charge of the utility committee for the council, has already posted this on our social media platform. Okay, uh, again, talking points on, on how energy was was uh, in, in using improvement, how energy improvement projects could suffer. Even again, the substation that's being built at the water plant, the Carrollton station. So again, we, we, we don't have these boil water advisories when the power goes out, right? Um, so, first of all, energy is not too bright. They don't just send that situation. They did the, again uh, the. The possibility, the possibilities of what the city can do, which they already know what their options are, but then they also send them the talking points for, for the, to be able to go against that. Can't make it up. This is what you're dealing with. I find it interesting that, first of all, they would, the energy would even send the, these options to the city council because the council is the one that's going to be dictating the options. Look, can, can we just lay it out there, okay? The fact remains that, again, service sucks. And it's just not with Energy New Orleans. It's with Energy Louisiana. Did you hear, again, the transform of just blowing my neighborhood? Okay. <laughs> they just replaced the transformers in our neighborhoods. So, again, this is, a, this is an issue that is ongoing. But the biggest issue, ladies and gentlemen, that I've been talking about, okay, since Katrina, using storm restoration charges as their preventive maintenance plan. That's the issue. The other issue has just come to light. 14 transmission lines before Katrina, eight transmission lines as Ida made landfall, all failed. Okay? That's an energy issue. The condition of the grid is an energy issue. The condition of the transmission lines is an energy issue. The the, the, the condition of, again, the towers and the poles at all, all energy issues. So a merger with Energy Corporation does nothing. Are you kidding me? So the city council gives up their power as a regulating body if Energy Louisiana, Energy New Orleans uh, ends up merging. And look, in the tutorial that they sent to the, 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 uh, the city council, they say that ratepayers would pay less money if they, if they merged with the parent company. Oh, yeah, we're going to believe that? Believe me. Come on. First of all, it's a, it is a corporation problem. It is a problem that, that, that does not permeate just in Energy New Orleans, along with Energy Louisiana. So basically, the council will be giving up their ability to be able to regulate the utility and allow the Public Service Commission to do it. <laughs> now, this comes on, 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 on the heels of what was, what was in the paper this morning. Energy Louisiana is trying to charge customers so that's anybody from Jefferson, outside of the city of New Orleans, right? An additional $5 a month. So you say, E, why, why are they going to give charges $5 more a month? Well, come on, guys. Y'all ain't caught on yet? Storm restoration charges. Energy Louisiana is trying to charge, as going before the Public Service Commission and asking them to grant them a $5 a month increase for the next 15 years to try to recoup $2.1 billion in storm restoration charges for Laura, Delta, and Zeta. Remember, 
They never put the eight transmission lines, I'm sorry, the six transmission lines back in the service, okay? But yet they're asking for $2.1 billion in restoration charges. On top of what we're already paying for, Katrina, Rita, Isaac, Gustav, and Ike. You know, are we that stupid? Are we that ignorant? Seriously. Are we going to allow this to happen? Again, their preventive maintenance plan is wait for a storm to come out, take out the weakest parts of the system, and then let the ratepayers pick up the tab in the form of storm restoration charges. <laughs> oh, man. They're asking for this money on the hit. You really got some nerve. Can I tell you? You feel like you're bulletproof if your energy to come out right now with everything that's swirling around this corporation and ask for, again, a $5 a month increase for the next 15 years, okay, for, um, uh, for what is it, Delta, Zeta, and Laura. And we haven't even got to Ida yet, right? Uh, the New Orleans City Council, as I mentioned, has, has many options. Uh, again, uh, selling, uh, 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 selling it to another utility, creating a standalone company not owned by energy, or a public utility run by the city of New Orleans. To me, Energy Louisiana also should be put on notice, okay? This is not just Energy New Orleans' problem. We heard the head of the PSC saying they were going to do an internal investigation. I say it needs to be an independent investigation, okay? Independent of the New Orleans City Council, independent of the Public Service Commission, okay? A, a, a corporation or a body that does this type of investigation into what goes on uh, within, within um, the electrical grid and, of course, uh, power companies to make sure they're doing what they need to do. Okay, confirm that again, Energy New Orleans and Energy Louisiana is doing the proper preventive maintenance, that they're hardening the system. But again, I come back to the main question, and I'll keep coming back to it. Why were the six transmission lines not put back in the service? Why were they not put back in the service? I mean, I remember after Katrina, I've talked about this on this program previously. We, had, we bought power in, 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 in Energy Louisiana. Okay, for South Louisiana, Energy New Orleans for the city. And because you stockpile this power at a lower rate. And so we had banked this power for the upcoming summer and into the fall. And, of course, because the city was dormant, the region was dormant because of the aftermath of Katrina and Rita, energy always all had an abundance of, uh, of power. What did they do? Did they sell it on the open market and make sure that the ratepayers got money back? No. Because the ratepayers already paid for that power, remember. No, they sold it to their to their subsidiaries uh, at, 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 again, a cheaper rate. So, again, the energy corporation made money and their stockholders made money. But ultimately, those of us that bought the power and banked it, we lost money. This is the kind of stuff they do. On top of what we saw with the energy plant, which, again, was built in New Orleans East, uh, with the astroturfing, the actors pretending to be citizens, uh, and then on top of that, again, saying the plant was going to be able to work, uh, again, with, with a blackout, and ultimately it did not. It did not. Okay? So, again, how could you believe anything energy says or any statement they make? Okay? They have to be verified on everything they do. But I go back to it, ladies and gentlemen. The main question is, why were these transmission lines not put into service? And I want to know what companies those lines were connected to. Because if the lines that were, were up were only connected to energy corporation uh, uh, companies, well, that's an issue. Because if the, the other six lines were going to independent companies that, again, could continue to, to, to feed us power, if the energy corporation lines went down, why were they not replaced? Why were they not put back up?
it's a legitimate question. Why were they not reconnected uh, to companies outside the Energy Corporation family? Okay? I mean, at the very least, it's redundancy. It's redundancy. Maybe it's a possibility of lower cost of electricity that can be passed on to ratepayers from companies outside the energy family. And here's the other part of it, ladies and gentlemen, before I take a break. We're being held hostage by energy. Energy is, one, is the city's only Fortune 500 company. And look, they do good work. I'm not going to say they don't. You know, they're, again, they're corporate sponsors for our ball teams, Saints and Pelicans. They do a lot of charitable work here in this city, as expected of any Fortune 500 company. Sorry, that's any Fortune 500 company in any city in the world. But now they're trying to play games. Remember when they tried to be able uh, to move their, we gave them problems after Katrina. They said we're going to move their headquarters to Jackson, Mississippi. CenturyLink is the only other Fortune 500 company that's headquartered in Louisiana. So, again, to me, energy cannot be trusted. Everything has to be verified. And, again, I want to make this very, very clear. This has nothing to do with, again, the everyday worker at energy. It has nothing to do with the individuals in the office, those that, again, that are climbing the poles, those that are out there giving service. It has nothing to do with you folks out there that are, that are, are New Orleanians, Louisianans, that are working with this corporation. This is about the corporation's management structure and, of course, what they're doing for their shareholders, not their ratepayers. New Orleans City Council cannot be intimidated by energy. This ridiculously preemptive strike that they did, instead, they're going to need to move forward, seeking major concessions from energy if they're going to stay the city's utility. And the Public Service Commission needs to do the same for Energy Louisiana. they got a class action suit that's out there right now. We talked about it yesterday. Okay, in the end, it's got to be more than just a bunch of lawyers that's going to get rich with a settlement, okay? It has to force Energy Corporation to come clean on how they operate, maintain the grid and the, and the transmission system, okay? That's the only way to do this. Right now, Energy's back is against the wall. Now, let's see if the public service commissioners that have been elected by you and I, the New Orleans City Council members that are on this utility committee and the city council members, uh, that they have the ratepayers' interest at, at heart, Okay, uh, that, that's in the forefront here, or is Energy Corporation at the forefront? We shall see over the next couple months, but I ain't letting it go. I didn't let it go for the Corps of Engineers, and I'm not letting it go this time around with Energy either. Okay, we need answers. We need investigations, and we need to know what's going on. Because uh, up to this point, I think a lot of us are tired of every time there's a storm or there's a, there's a hard breeze in this town, losing power i.e., the transformer that just blew in my damn neighborhood that they replaced not more than two weeks ago. Are you feeling me? I know you are. We'll be right back. If you're over the never-ending New Orleans summer heat, it's hot. then you're one of us. It's hot. Welcome to 1061 Nash Icon's never-ending summer of Nash. I mean, let's be honest. We all prefer Nash country over 106 degrees. Let us reward your battle against the heat with some of the hottest tickets in New Orleans. It's all about having a good time, right? Every weekday while you work with Scott Innes, you can win tickets to Florida Georgia Live. This is how we Luke Combs. Church. All you gotta do is put a drink in my hand. Yes, one 
Nash winner will get them all. Get the code to text every day while you work. Stream us online at NashFM1061.com. Then turn it up loud. The never-ending summer of Nash. Only from New Orleans country giant. 1061 Nash FM. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Lowe's is helping pros like you move our community forward. The Lowe's Pro Team is here for your pro team with necessities, from generators to cleaning supplies to get your neighborhoods back up and running. Go to your nearest Lowe's or get supplies 24-7 at Lowe's.com. While supplies last, U.S. only. The left lane remains blocked on 10 eastbound at the Bonnet Carey Spillway, and delays remain steady on 10 eastbound from just past the I-55 ramp to the 310. Delays are solid on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high-rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to Canal, and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Clearview to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your backups are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. On, on the westbound side, look out for backups right at Canal Boulevard. Along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side, your backups are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Be mindful of delays that are steady if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. 
group. Tired of being tired. New Zequil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep is a melatonin-free sleep aid made with clinically studied plant-based ingredients to help promote better restorative sleep. Sleep this good, feel this good. Talk about a sleep at the wheel. <laughs> Energy. Not only do they send um, the possibilities of what the city can do for um, uh, if they don't want to have energy as their power company more, but they also send them the talking points on, on again, to counteract that. I mean, I, then, then you wonder why the power's out all the time. You wonder why we have the issues we have. Okay, again, I said it before, I said it again. We got to get out of being second rate. Okay, we were once the queen city of the south. We, again, could stick our chest out and say we're from New Orleans, Louisiana. And, and now... Again, we settle for second-rate, second-rate sewage and water boards, second-rate energy. Again, second-rate politicians that are so-called leaders. I mean, we go right down the line. Again, we're, we're okay with the dome that, again, the roof is filthy, and now that's now they got a fire on it. We're okay, again, with a filthy uh, French Quarter. I mean, again, even, even in, our own, uh, in our own neighborhoods. Uh, we're okay with, again, not having the trash picked up for a month before a storm. I mean, you think that doesn't happen in major American cities. People go crazy over that kind of stuff, okay, and, and they demand more. And we don't. We just accept second rate around here. And until we, again, get to the point where we're tired of second rate, we're going to be treated like second rate. Hopefully, again, we get to the point where, where, we, where enough is enough, like we did after Katrina. I'll tell you, I've never felt more alive in this city than I did. In, in, after Katrina, when we came back, and so many people were energized, and it said, never again. Okay, we're going we're gonna to make sure we get the right leaders in this town. We're going to hold the core accountable. We're going to hold, uh, hold um, uh, uh, other entities uh, accountable that, again, put us in the, the levy boards going right down the line that put us in a position where, again, uh, with the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, where, again, we went underwater, where people lost everything. And slowly but surely, again, we become, again, just New Orleans, apathetic. And it's got to change, ladies and gentlemen. It's got to change. And those of you that live on the North Shore and think you're immune to this, let me tell you right now. I'll say it again. I live in Jefferson Parish. I'm not immune to it. Uh, you live on the North Shore in the exurbs of, of, of this city, you're, you're not immune to it. Everything that happens in the city of New Orleans, one way or the other, is going to affect you. It's going to affect you. It's going to affect uh, those that, that live in Bouti and those that live in Bossier City. It doesn't matter. New Orleans affects the entire state. So if we can't get our act together in the city of New Orleans, okay, no matter how well run your town or your city is, eventually it's going to affect us all because New Orleans is, it means so much to the economy of the state of Louisiana. And right now, this situation, we're in a downward spiral, ladies and gentlemen. And the only way to get out of it is to have visionary leaders who are willing to do, again, the tough decisions to move things forward. And right now, we don't have enough of them. I said it last week, and I'll close with saying this, okay? It's, it's, it's our fault. It's my generation's fault, okay? My generation should have been paying attention and not asleep at the wheel, and we allowed this to continue. We took it from the last generation, which, again, had, had started this, uh, this apathetic move that we see in this town, and we've continued the apathy over the last 30 to 40 years. And, uh, again, we've got to have some energy in this town to turn this thing around. Okay, we've got to. When we get past the levy system and you see how other cities are run and then you come back home and you see what we're dealing with right now, it's unfair. We are too good of a people, okay, to be able to allow this kind of stuff to continue. 
and that whether it's a major corporation like Energy or again a city-run uh, um, a city-run utility like the Sewage and Water Board. Okay, we cannot continue to have this. On top of again these mandates, which are crushing business right now, and as I mentioned in the first hour, we're at an eight percent positivity rate in the city of New Orleans. But yet the mayor has done nothing with October on our doorstep to be able to lift some of these mandates. Uh, to be able to open up the businesses again so folks can get out and enjoy uh, a meal or, or again, a, 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 a music or, or going into a ballroom without having to show uh, whether you've been vaccinated or not. Other American cities are not doing this, and then those that are are seeing the brunt of it. People are just not showing up. Like I said, like, like I've said in the past, like Scott Craig said on this program, all Arlene's Parish is asking for is an even playing field. Okay, what the state does, Arlene should do. And it's not been that way with Mayor Cantrell in charge. All right, we take a break. We come back. Going to be joined by Ron Higgins. We'll talk some LSU with him. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, electrical problems, generator problems, also, again, air conditioning system problems. Or if you're looking for a new air conditioning system or you want to, you want to get a generator for your home so you never have to rely on energy again. Think Burkhart. They're the experts. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. New Orleans, your resilience is inspiring. As our community continues to recover, Diamonds Direct is proud to help. We know the road to recovery will be longer for some, and that's why we're raising funds for local organizations like Cajun Navy and our Employee Relief Fund. Learn more at diamondsdirect.com slash New Orleans. Our showroom is open, and we're here for you, whether you're ready to pick up a repair, past purchase, or just want to come by and say hi. We're truly stronger together, New Orleans, and we're proud to stand by you during these challenging times. 
So in a break, my buddy of mine sends me a text, says the Dome isn't the only thing on fire today. Uh, no, I'm just I'm, I'm upset, and I, and I am um, I'm tired of the status quo. And let's hope that's going to change here in this town and across the state. Uh, we, definitely, we definitely deserve better. All right, let's shift gears and talk some LSU. Hey, before we do that, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Folks, i got to tell you right now, uh, it happened to me, and it's going to happen to you. It just is, okay? we got so many roofs that got blown off, so much construction that's going on. Uh, there are nails on every single road in this town. i got brand-new tires from Southern Tire before we uh, evacuated to Nashville about three weeks ago. And, of course, he went brand-new tires. I caught a nail last week. Uh, I had to bring it over to Southern Tire. Talked to Tony Piazza over at Southern Tire, and he tells me, he goes, it's happening all the time. He goes, I can't tell you how many folks are driving up to us every single day because they got nails in their tires. So, again, if you get nails in your tires, don't get excited. Don't get upset. Just bring your tires over to Southern Tire. If they can be repaired, uh, they're for you if they need to be replaced. They got the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area for everyone's budget. And of course at Southern Tire, they again they'll always treat your vehicle like like your own. Like their own. Also don't forget uh, ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment you have at the dealership. Uh, it's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie. You don't stay around since 1972 in this town unless you're doing something right for your customers. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie. Uh, again, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. All right, joining us on the program now is Ron Higgins of TigerRag.com. Ron, how are you, bud? I'm good. How you doing, Eric? Doing fantastic. Thanks for the time today. Ron, you've, you've seen a lot of LSU football in your time here. Uh, again, uh, and... I'd like to ask you a little bit about this year's football team so far. We saw what happened out in Los Angeles against UCLA. They did, they did not put McNeese away like a lot of people thought they should have. This last game against Central Michigan, they looked more like a team that, again, was more dominant against the FCS team. Uh, but a lot of Tiger fans are bracing for Mississippi State this weekend because not a lot of confidence in, in, in this program right now. You've seen this team. What are your thoughts going into conference play? Well, don't Play. I mean, uh, you're getting ready to face a team that puts 44 points on your last team last year with 640 yards, I believe, and they got a different quarterback. But the same guy completed 50 passes last weekend, which is mind-boggling. It's an SEC record, 50 passes, and he still loses the game, uh, Mississippi State. But uh, this LSU team, I, mean, I thought it, it got better last week. Or at least I thought offensively it looked better. Defensively it looked like they wanted to play and hit somebody, and, and uh, they were into it. Uh, from that, that aspect, they, they looked better. Uh, but they need to continue to get better offensively. I just I just still think uh, it, it, it took them too long to figure out that they need to go with a quicker tempo. I just couldn't quite understand why it took them to game three to figure that mm-hmm. out. Uh, uh, I think – uh, their running back situation still kind of hopefully will get better this week. Uh, they get Armani Goodwin back, a freshman who was really good against McNeese before he got hurt. Uh, Corey Connor, a freshman, has looked good. Uh, Tyler's price has looked okay, but the freshmen have looked better. I mean, they've got, they've got to run the ball better. they got to block better. Uh, uh, I love the freshman receivers. Uh, I think all of them are good if you get them the ball. It's just a matter of uh, getting them the ball. And, you know, frankly, I didn't have a – going into the season, I didn't have a, a really a, a lot of confidence in the coordinators in, because mm-hmm. uh, they never had called anything in the FCS game before. And uh, and so they're still trying to figure this stuff, stuff out. And, uh, uh, I mean, they could be 
uh, good eventually, but I I don't know if I would hire somebody at a, at a level of LSU who has to kind of learn the learn learn on the job, so to speak, as far as coordinating at this level. I, it's a little surprising that Ed couldn't hire anybody uh, with experience on on this level. But isn't that, isn't that a byproduct of, again, maybe Ed being on the hot seat after last year, that, again, no coordinator worth its salt that could go to a major program that has more stability was going to cast their lot with LSU? And then the fact that, again, look, he's going through coordinators like, like, like a lot of us go through, go through T-shirts, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean he's, he's gone through some. Yeah, he certainly has. He, uh, it's just that, I mean, I don't know if, if – I mean, I don't know if coaches were scared away that he was in the hot seat after after last year. I mean, you're going to get paid a handsome sum, and if they get rid of you, they're going to pay you a lot of money to get rid of you, if you even if you're a coordinator, as Bo Pelini found out. Uh, I just think he just, uh, you know, I think he settled on the guy that worked for Joe Brady because he worked for Joe Brady. Right. And yes. I don't, I don't – I think – I wrote about this this past weekend. I think Ed really, and the the less he talks about 2019, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he needs to move on. I think. I mean, I, I wrote this, and some people didn't like it, but uh, you never see Nick Saban talk about the championship he won last year or the year True. before, or the mm-hmm. year before. Uh, to him, it's a new year. It's a new team. This. He has to figure out the identity of this team. What does this team do well? What is the identity of this team? That's what makes Alabama great. That's why they're good because he moves on. You know, I mean, what, I mean, last year was fine, but what can I do with this team? Mm-hmm. I don't think it really served LSU well for Ed to say, you know, we need to go, uh, go back and try to find the, uh, you know, somebody who can put our, some elements of our 2019 offense in. You're not going to have any 2019 offense, okay? You're not because you, you don't have Joe Brady. You don't have Joe Burrow. You don't have Claude Edwards-Hilaire. You don't mm-hmm. have Jamar Chase. You don't have Justin Jefferson. You have none of those guys. And, and, but you have some good young receivers, but you got to figure out what this team can do and stop comparing, I mean, bringing anything up to 2019. I mean, he really has to move forward and forget 2019 or compare anybody to 2019. This is the 2021 team. Let's figure out what they do well and go with it. Ron Higgins is with TigerRag.com. Ron, one of the troubling things is, again, that this offensive line has not gotten better. Uh, even, again, with, again, so many players that were considered three, four, and five-star players, some that have been in the system for a while, now multiple uh, line coaches this past season. Uh, and it looks as though they can throw the football, but the inability to run the ball. And I don't know how you can be one-dimensional going into the SEC conference play. No, you can't. And you, you've got to be able to run the ball. You've got to be able to – it's imperative they, they come up and start running the ball. And it is a lot – a lot of it is on the offensive line. I don't think the running backs are terrible. I mean, I just think there's nowhere to run. And now, the, 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 I mean, it was nice to see last week for the first time when, when Torrey kind of sc- scored a touchdown that he actually realized there was no hole there and bounced outside. That he, 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 uh, he twirled outside and scored. And it's like for the first time I saw a running back realize – you know, there's a hole not there. Let's go. Let's go in a different direction. Uh, I think they're learning, but it is disconcerting. The line is, hasn't hasn't played well. Uh, you know, admittedly, Ed Ingram said it was kind of puzzling. He said at UCLA they were out of shape. 
I don't know how you're out of shape if you're if you're fretting all summer. I don't, I don't get that. right. Yeah. So, yeah, and also uh, the comments by Ed Ogeron saying they didn't work on UCLA as much as they should have. Well, what are you working on if you're not working on your, your first opponent that's going to be on national TV and you're trying to be able to, again, get the bad taste of last year out of your mouth? I don't understand that either. Well, I mean, I know because you worked on them all summer, I don't get that. They're, Ed says some things that are they're, they're puzzling. Uh, after the first game, right after the game, I asked him about his running set. What, what was your running game? You know, so, you know, so inefficient. Was it the running backs? Was it the blockers? He goes, no, I just, you know, I think we need to, you know, run more, run more plays out of more formations. Well, if you know that, if you saw that during a game, can't you tell your court at the halftime, we need to do this, and aren't you prepared to do that? Right, should to adjust. Been, yeah, should have, one should have been, wasn't it in the game plan, or if it wasn't, can you adjust to that? That, that was like, Hustling to me a lot. I mean, I'm like mm-hmm. uh, the the lack of adjustments. You can't adjust at halftime. You have to wait till you get back to Baton Rouge and look mm-hmm. at them on film and uh, you know adjust that. You should be able to do that already. Uh, then this past week, they talked about uh, you know we're, we're, we're going uh, we're going to really work on tempo. This we're going to practice tempo. Shouldn't that be part of every practice you have? I agree. I agree. Especially I mean, coming, thinking if you if you want to talk about nineteen, that was all about tempo. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I mean, shouldn't that be with the way college football is played now? Everybody does that. Shouldn't that be everybody like, does it right? Shouldn't it be a, like a, a couple of periods in your practice where you do that? And you have to go sure. practice for. I mean, I mean, I, like I said, there's stuff there. I'm, I'm wondering why. I mean, and we're not, you know, we're not privy to practice. We don't allow media in practice, so we don't right. know what goes on exactly. But but he says stuff and it leaves you wondering well, why why haven't you worked on that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I agree. Well, one thing I do like, I will say this. One positive, I think, is the young defenders on the defensive line. Uh, I think we've seen Mason Smith play well, Guillory play well, Roy. Uh, again, Joseph Evans. They lose Andre Anthony. We know uh, B.J. Aljoari has played well. He played well last year. So I think when you look at the line itself, the defensive line, they got some young players that look like they're SEC-type linemen. Well, absolutely. And I mean, their their line is going to be really good. I mean, and I, I think uh, I, uh, you know, they they get a pretty good rush on. They, and uh, and uh, I like the, the the youth of the defense up front is really is really good. I mean, they're all they're all young, but they're all uh, pretty feisty. Uh, and Mason Smith is a man already. Uh, and I like the defense. And I thought last week for the first time that. They played with some the, the defense, especially the secondary. Played with some enthusiasm. I mean, I saw quarterbacks come up and just, just nail people, the nail runners. Uh, yes, there was there was some pride about what they were doing. Uh, I mean, I mean, I guess UCLA they they didn't do that. I guess McNeese they they, they they tried to get better, but looked kind of disinterested. But last week mm-hmm. uh, they they looked a lot better. This way, look, this game's gonna be. This game's going to be on the LSU def- uh, defensive backs and pass rush, man, because they're going to throw yes, the ball all over. Yes, I agree. And it's going to be a, a busy night. And so, uh, you know, if Stingley is, is serious, serious about being a top-five draft choice, he can make some money this game because they're going to throw the ball all day. Mm-hmm. And, yep. And, uh, 
and, and he's going to have to make some plays. But so is Eli Ricks. Uh, yep. and this is a fascinating game this week. A lot of passing, uh, and LSU really needs to find some sort of balanced offense. Is this a must-win for Ed Ogeron this weekend? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. You can't come out of the gate two years in a row and lose your SEC opener. You can't do that. I've got to go back and see when the last time that was done. I mean, it's been a while. Uh, we've lost the SEC over two years in a row. Uh, uh, but he can't, he can't afford to do that. I mean, the whole thing is, I mean, you know what Mississippi State's all about. You know what they do. You, they did it to you last year. They're going to come back and try to do the same things this year to you. Have you gotten better? Have you made the adjustments? Have you had a, are you going to stop crossing routes? Are you going to be stubborn to stay on one defense like Perlini did? Are you able to go to a different defense? Uh, we're going to find out if they've made adjustments. And so, I mean, uh, and like I said, offensively, they really need to to get some sort of running game just just to balance things out a little bit. Do a lot of pressure on Max Johnson to, to, mm-hmm. to carry the load. And I thought last week the receivers really bailed him out a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Some of those touchdown passes, they bailed him out. I mean, he threw it up for grabs. He went and got it. And uh, he, and. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if you do that against SEC secondaries. No, it's tough to do. It's tough to do that. It really is. I mean, right. I mean, unless you have a Jamar Chase who, mm-hmm. you know, is still doing that for the Bengals. I mean, uh, sure. Unless you, I mean, they might have somebody like that in time. The kid from Jackson, Mississippi, Deion Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he looks like a good one. Good. Yeah. No doubt. Ron, always a pleasure. Always uh, appreciate your time. Always a pleasure. Happy birthday to you again, my friend. Hope you had a great birthday. Tell the folks about the Tiger Rag. How folks can subscribe, and of course, how folks can check out your uh, your writing and follow you on social media. You can subscribe to us. You can go online if you want to and subscribe to our monthly magazine. Uh, you'll find a, a where you can subscribe online. But also, I mean, you can go online and read it free. I'm not going to lie to you. you sure. Can read it free online. You can read the magazine free online. Mm-hmm. You can also read our daily coverage free online at tigerrag.com. It's tigerrag.com. And you can follow me on on Twitter, uh, at Ron Higg, H-I-G-G. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate your time today. Look forward to having you back on the show very soon. All right. Take care. We'll see you. All right. Ron Higgins, again, longtime uh, writer covering LSU. uh, Now with, again, Tiger Rag. We'll be right back. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have, like, the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no. As a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment, the TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and Salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. 
That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhardt will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Attention. If you owe money to the IRS, this is an urgent message. The IRS is cracking down by sending out heart-stopping letters, aggressively garnishing paychecks, seizing bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. They call it enforced compliance. And you'd better watch out because penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. Don't let tax debt destroy your life. You need to call Optima Tax Relief, the number one tax resolution firm. They are experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the irs has ever offered if you qualify you could save thousands Optima's resolved over one billion dollars of tax debt for their clients they have an a-plus rating with the better business bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible call optima now for a free consultation call 800-845-8122 800-845-8122 optima tax relief some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Running a business has enough challenges. Finding good employees should be one of them. Cumulus Media New Orleans is here to help you find employees you need now. Contact us today to be part of the Cumulus Top Jobs Program by featuring your open jobs online and on the radio. It's easy, affordable, and most of all, it works. Email us today to get started at nolasales at cumulus.com or go online to nolacumuluscares.com. Cumulus Media New Orleans, digital and radio solutions that work because your business is our business. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you have a fantastic evening. I want to thank Ron Higgins of TigerRag.com and also Gary Smith of the Wave Report and Old.com for joining us on the program. Tomorrow is uh, our show is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants and, of course, celebrity chef Scott Craig will join us on the show along with Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Jeff Duncan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Make sure you stay tuned for that. And, of course, thanks to Rudy back at studio uh, for producing today's program. I also want to thank all of our fantastic sponsors that make this show happen. Without them, there is no show, so please continue to support those fantastic sponsors. Way to do it. Go to ericasher.com. There's a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. 
Click right on their icon. It'll take you right to their website, tell you everything you know about the sponsors, including, again, whether those sponsors are open. I think 99% of those sponsors are only one that are closed right now, unfortunately. Uh, is uh, TikTok Cafe and also um, uh, Katie's Restaurant, the only two that right now that I'm aware of that, that are closed. Everyone else is open. Hopefully those restaurants will get open very, very quickly. Also, uh, as always, want to thank you guys for tuning into the program. Remember, if you missed any of today's program, you can check out the podcast on the Anchor Podcasting app or your favorite podcasting app. That should be up by about no later than 6.20 this afternoon. Uh, and um, as always, we appreciate your time very, very much. All right, coming up next, keep it locked right here on 106.1 FM. My good friend Jude Young takes the helm. He'll take you all the way to 7 o'clock. Until tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go.